Hello, Roadrunner fans. This is JJ Perez from Inside Runner Sports, and you are tuned in to another episode of the 13 Questions podcast, where I sit down and talk with different people inside of UTSA and ask them the same 13 questions throughout these this 2022 season. Uh, we took a week off last week just because it was kind of wild with all the coverage going on to start this season, and uh, we had actually did two of these in week one so i'm trying to get kind of on schedule to do where we have one of these podcasts each week throughout the football season so i appreciate you guys listening to this podcast and uh all the comments and shares that have gone on with this podcast it, it has been interesting getting to know these guys a little bit more on a personal level um we head into conference play this week f- with the Roadrunners. Uh, UTSA is two and two in non-conference play after going through a brutal, you know, first three games against Houston, Army, and Texas, and then getting th- getting through the Texas Southern game, which wasn't uh, a great game for the Roadrunners, but they were able to come out with the win and you know set some offensive records and that so now you know the roadrunners head to middle tennessee for a friday night showdown on national television with uh you know the blue raiders pretty good team who's coming off a massive upset of uh nationally ranked miami this last week so these utsa and middle tennessee games always seem to be super competitive almost too close for comfort if you ask me so we'll see how the roadrunners look on the road this week on a short week and you know see if they could start their conference conference play pretty strong i mean this is as important as a game as any this season so um definitely a big week for for utsa so uh we'll see how that goes uh, today we sit down with uh, offensive lineman Terrell Haynes, also known as T. Haynes, uh, redshirt senior out of Arlington. Uh, T. Haynes has been one of the kind of cornerstones of this offensive line the last few years. He, he's played a lot since he's been here, and um, and he is just kind of locked down that that uh, left guard spot and. You know, for him to be kind of one of the elder statesmen on the on the offensive line, uh, he he's 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 had a pretty significant career for the Roadrunners, and um, with UTSA having a new left tackle this season, uh, it's interesting to see how he he and you know Venley have have played together on that side of the line, and um, certainly that they the the team has gotten better with the offensive line play the the last few weeks um so uh pretty interesting conversation hope you guys enjoy terrell haynes on the 13 questions podcast here we go jj perez here with the 13 questions podcast with terrell haynes this is a new podcast i started where i'm asking utsa people 13 questions throughout the season okay. it's the same 13 questions uh. so it's sports personal life we get a mix of hopefully we learned a little bit about you so Okay. Uh, just, you know, shoot from the hip. Uh, question number one, what is your policy on naps? Naps. Okay. Uh, I think a nap needs to be over an hour. Okay. Definitely. Um, anything below like 45 minutes is not really enough and it's too short. So about an hour, hour and some change. Great nap. How, how often do you get them in? 
I try to every day, honestly. Um, after weights and right before meetings is the time I really enjoy taking the naps because it gives me a little energy before I have to go back and watch film. Yeah. So that's a great time for a nap. Question number two. Speaking of sleeping, how often do you dream about football and what was your most recent dream about? Um, honestly, I really don't be dreaming about football. But when I do dream about football, it'd be like, like I'm playing football in space or something, like on some Space Jam type of yeah. vibes. And so, you know, it's always cool when I have those type of dreams. So, yeah. Thinking about all the people inside of UTSA football, who have you known the longest and how did you meet? Um, well, it was Spence. Yeah. Spence was my roommate when I first got here. Okay. He's one of my best friends. Um, now... It'd probably be Kalechi and Tremaine mm -hmm. because we was in the same class. Okay. And we ended up being in the same friend group, and they're my best friends now, too. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Good answer there. Question number four. If you could pick one form of social media to use and drop all of the rest, which one would you choose and why? Um, Twitter, simply because that's the one I'm most comfortable with, mm -hmm. and that's really the only one I use. So, yeah, probably Twitter. Yeah. Question number five. Uh... What kind of music do you like the most? Hmm. You a big rap guy? Of course, yes. Yeah. Who, what, who, what mood are we talking about? Like pregame or like... Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to ask you, who are the, the three greatest rappers of your generation? Okay, so right now, I'd probably say Lil Baby. Uh-huh. He's got to be top three. Dirk. Okay. And... That's tough. Yeah, that's it a is tough a, it's a tough question, yeah. A lot of good guys out there. Yeah, um, we'll go with Future. Future, okay. Well, what are you bumping in pregame? I'm always bumping some, you know, Future, Money Bag. Yeah. Um, you know, Young Boy a little bit. Um, sometimes, though, you know, when I'm not in the mood for that type of stuff, I'll slow it down, get some 90s R&B going. Okay. You know, on the on the bus ride to the stadium yeah. you know, before it's time to turn Yeah, up, that so. makes sense. Question number six, this is something I struggle with, so feel free to you know sidestep this one if you want but what is the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who doesn't stop talking to you um i find it just you know saying like you know being respectful of course but you know just be like you know okay have a great day it was great talking to you just you know get it over with so that's probably the best way yeah question number seven what uh how would you sum up your career here like like the journey to tell me a little bit about like you know how you came here why you came here and then just how you think you've done since since you've been here okay so uh my process here was a little different than most people probably think i was recruited here well under the premises that i thought i was gonna play d-line yeah and so uh you know coach talks about it sometimes but uh, i thought i was gonna be playing d-line i got in the room and in, in meetings and stuff after summer and i was in the o-line room and, you know, it wasn't something I signed up for, you know, and so because I told him, you know, I really wasn't feeling O-line after mm -hmm. high school. I got injured yeah. high school playing O-line. And so, you know, it was a little bit of an emotional roller coaster going through that. And then, you know, uh, after those two seasons of uh, not winning, it really took a toll on me, too, because, you know, after high school, I wanted to change. I wanted to go to a winning program. Yeah. And I was sold on a dream that's come to fruition of, you know, being a championship caliber team winning in a place that winning hasn't been done before and you know creating a culture of excellence and so you know these previous three years with coach trailer has been a you know a delight and so 
I, I feel, you know, proud of myself being able to come out of that um, and be able to start and then win the first championship for UTSA as an old lineman, you know, and, and perfect my craft as an old lineman. Yeah, that's a heck of a story. Yeah. When you started out, you probably didn't think you'd ever make it this far, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Question number seven. Uh, I'm sorry, that's question number eight. You big NBA guy? I am an NBA guy. Who, who's yeah. your NBA GOAT? Jordan, Kobe, LeBron? I got to go with Jordan. Okay. You know, going 6-0 and in the finals is just, you know, it's something about it that can't be, you know, replicated. So That's know, that's gotta, a unique answer for a, a guy your age. Most of the guys go, Le, go LeBron, right? You know, don't get me wrong. I love LeBron. Uh, he is, you know, he's like, for me, it's Jordan is 1A and then LeBron's 1B, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Thinking, thinking about your journey and the previous question, I want to give you a hypothetical here. A genie appears and offers you the opportunity to go back to the beginning of your career. You get to keep all the knowledge you've learned throughout this time. Would you go back and start all over? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I would go back because I learned so many things from this process and it's changed me so much. Not so much, but I've grown as a person through what I went through and so I do appreciate my experience there um, so I don't think I would go back I just let it play out as is all right good answer there question number 10 coach trailer your position coach coach Maddox and then coach Philo have to miss a game for some crazy reason now I want you to think about movie stars or celebrities the athletic department is gonna let you pick those replacements <laughs> But it has to be a celebrity. It could be another sports athlete, movie star, music, anything. So head coach, offensive line coach, and strength and conditioning. Who you who you picking to get in there? All right, all right, all right. So let's see. Um, replacing Coach Trailer, that's really tough. Um, let me see. It's got to be somebody motivational. Um somebody who can get the message clear to the point um let's see i'm gonna probably somebody who's calm feel like so i'd probably go with probably like a denzel or something okay, okay yeah that's denzel. a good one then um o-line coach is hard to even think about replacing coach maddox yeah because he's a unique character um probably have to go with like oh i don't even know that's tough like a triple h or something you okay know? Some, somebody yeah. to get the o-line going you know somebody who will be in front of the o-line fearless stuff like that um coach follow there's no replacing no coach replacing Fyler. him there's no replacing coach follow the athletics department told me do that we'd be in some trouble so we've had a lot of the rock comparisons with coach yeah Fyler. that's yeah. a good one yeah, yeah that's a good one. yeah Question number uh, 11, thinking about your, your, your life, um, what new habit or lifestyle change have you made uh, recently or in the past that you're, that you're proud of? Um, self-reflection, definitely. Uh, you know, Coach Tyler brings it up a lot in meetings, having the ability to press pause and think about it and think about where you were, where you are today versus where you were like a year ago or a few months ago. And so that's been really important for me, especially like when I feel like I'm going through a troubling time. That, that's hard, right? Because we're in like what's happening right now. Yeah. 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 I get how that's a that's a good trait to have. Uh, question number 12. When you think about UTSA football five years from now, what are you most optimistic about 
and what worries you the most? Um, I'm I'm most optimistic about where this thing is going. You know, them us going to the AAC um, is is amazing because in a few years the champion of that league will be in the national playoff. Champ, you know what I'm saying? And so having that opportunity here at UTSA is just it gives me chills right now thinking about seeing UTSA in that playoff bracket. And so you know, anytime you get something like that, it just it just creates buzz for recruiting, um, for TV networks and all other type of stuff that bring revenue to the San Antonio. Um, what worries me though is uh, the fans. You know, I love the fans when they're into us and when they're giving us everything. God, I mean, the Alamo Dome is no place like any other. I mean, we played at Texas with 105,000 people, and we said, "Man, like, this is what it sounds like in the Alamo Dome with yeah. 60,000 people." Yeah. You know, and so to see how packed the Alamo could get in these five years coming, yeah. especially if they keep if UTSA goes in the right direction, it gives me chills, and I'm so excited for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Last question, question number thirteen. Thinking about just your overall time here, what would you tell the younger version of yourself? And then, uh, yeah, just what would you tell the younger version of yourself? Um, I would tell the younger version of myself to be patient and to believe in you keep betting on you um because that's ultimately what it ended up being coming down to you know you go from playing every snap in high school and then you go to that learning process of a true freshman you know who's not really playing unless obviously like spence you know who's a freak um and, and learning the game more you know and so i would think i would tell myself you know keep betting on you be patient and become a master of the game. It's hard for a young kid to come in and, you know, kind of learn the, yeah. the the college football life, right? Because it's it's a lot different from high school. I see a lot of a lot of young guys struggle. Yeah. So I mean, it's definitely a learning curve, and the ones who master that curve faster, those are the ones that have more success early on. And so, yeah. All right, that'll wrap it up. Terrell Haynes on the Thirteen Questions podcast. Thanks, T. Haynes. No problem. That was UTSA offensive lineman Terrell Haynes. Uh, appreciate Terrell taking the time. The uh, actually recorded that last week after the uh, weekly UTSA radio show. So uh, appreciate UTSA setting that up and and T Haynes for for uh, taking the time. Uh, pretty interesting guy. Uh, I, I, I like the story where he talked about you know transitioning from D line to O line and then. The, the the question I, I think that's becoming my favorite in these podcasts are the way um, a lot of these guys won't go back and change their career. And I, I guess maybe that's a younger thing or whatnot. But if I if I had the chance to do some stuff over in my life, I think I'd probably take it. But um, pretty good self-reflection there from T. Haynes and, um, you know, pretty good conversation overall. So, again, thanks to UTSA for setting that up and Terrell for taking the time. Uh, 2-1-0 Hogs, one of the leaders. That's the nickname for the UTSA offensive line. So uh, those guys don't get a lot of attention and credit and love. So we've seen a few of those guys get some NIL deals these last few weeks and, um, you know, get showcased a little bit more than usual. So that's always, uh, as a big guy myself, it's always it's always nice to see the big guys getting a little love and, you know, that's an important part of 
the offensive success is, you know, how, how that offensive line plays. So I, I think they've gotten better each week they've played. Uh, the, the injuries have been documented. Um, but, you know, it's next man up and, and you know, you got to keep going. There's a lot of football left in this season. So we'll continue to watch how the O-line plays and um, appreciate again Terrell for taking the time. And we'll be back next week. With the with a new guest to be determined on the Thirteen Questions podcast. Appreciate everyone listening. Thanks a bunch.